The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your mission, initiate internet marketing measures. Your arsenal, the weapons of mass marketing. Learn how to accomplish your internet marketing initiative with the do-it-yourself tools and directives from the commanding leaders of cyberspace. Your training in SEO, PPC, social media, and affiliate marketing commences now. Welcome to the Weapons of Mass Marketing, presented by Raventools.com. Welcome to the Weapons of Mass Marketing presented by Raven Tools. My name is Taylor Pratt. I'm the product marketing manager at Raven Tools, and my co host is John Henshaw, who is the co founder of Raven Tools. And we actually have a special guest with us here today. It is Arian Holland, who is the communications director here. Hey, Arian, how are you doing? I'm good. On today's show, we're going to talk about uh, tools and strategies for content optimization, creation, uh, the whole shebang. But I, I think the first thing that when uh, John and I were mapping out the show that we wanted to talk a little bit about was when it comes to keywords research, because I, I guess actually the first question we should start with is when, when we're creating content, is it something that we want to be focusing? Um, do we want to focus on keywords or do we want to actually focus on, you know, creating good content and really what, um, what's the best play if you want to, you know, focus half on keywords, making sure that they're in there the right way, or do you really just start with good content and then go from there? I mean, I, I think it's, you're going to get different answers from different people because different things will have worked really well, like better than other types of content. And so you're a lot of times you'll get an SEO, pure SEO guy uh, who is, it's all about the keywords. It's always about the keywords. In fact, probably the best example of that would be one of the things that people are complaining about the most right now, which is uh, what do they call it? The content content, farms or, or whatever, right. this, this whole idea of just churning out and and taking one piece of content and making hundreds of, of articles from that. Uh, you're going to have people like that who are going to have real life examples of, look, it's not about the quality. It is about the quantity and it's about targeting the keywords. And I can, I can, I can prove it if I were to share you that info, which they won't, but I can prove that by showing you the amount of money I make through affiliate links and uh, you know the amount of, of ad revenue I get from all of my content farm sites. So from one perspective, you're going to get that. But of course, you know, the other perspective would be. Well, if, I mean, if you consider how much of an impact social media is having now in SEO, you would think that if you, you would need that really good content in order to get it to spread virally, you know, in order to get people to start sharing it on Facebook more and to be tweeting it more so that it does impact your SEO. So that's another component on that side that's helped strengthen that, hey, if you have the good content first, it would work. Right. Well, and, and so to take that flip side, think of somebody like Oatmeal where, uh, and I'm not talking about him doing that for his own site and, and trying to sell his own products, but I know that he has been hired by other people to build basically what our industry would call link bait. And, and so I think it's how many Velociraptor or how long can you take on a Velociraptor? Right. You know, that wasn't originally for his site. That was, that was actually for, um, 
like a what was it, a bed company or, or something like that. I mean, it's like a mattress company or, or they're trying to sell double beds or whatever. And, and so that was just pure link bait. It it's maybe sort of had something to do with a bed or whatever, but that was just really good content, not necessarily an article, which is sort of what we're focusing on today, but still from the realm of really good, you know, quality content, something that somebody's going to be interested in and wants to link to that kind of didn't have a whole lot to do with the customer uh, per se. It wasn't what I would call very keyword centric, but the content was great. So you have this other spectrum on the other side of who cares about the keywords. Let's just bring a lot of attention to our site. Right. And Arian, as somebody who was the editor at the Tennessean and you guys had a lot of content that you were publishing online, I don't, what really was your stance from it? Oh, well, I wasn't the editor at the Tennessean. That would be nice. I was the lifestyles editor. That's what you told us. (laughs) Yeah, I would have asked for a little more money. Um, I think there's a a middle ground. First of all, media is is a separate case because they are later to the keyword and SEO game. Um, than this industry is certainly, but always the emphasis is on content. If you don't have a good story to tell, if you don't have information worth conveying to people, then why would they read it? And I don't think that's any different, whatever format that that takes, whether it's a newspaper, a website, um, or anything else, you have to be able to answer the question that they came to you for. Well, but I mean, I think with like traditional media, uh, and by traditional, I mean as in not a website. There is really never, from a journalistic perspective, there is really never any concern about a keyword or matching that. And, no. and so, how how did you see that change? You know, all the way up to the point of where you left and actually came to work with us. I mean, you know, with the titles and stuff. I mean, like uh, okay, did, did you well see here's a, yes when. Thank you. Yes, um, we did do that um, frequently. What works in print. Um, for a headline is great to lead you in because in print you don't have just the headline. You have a headline, you have a subhead, you have a photograph, you might have a a quote out. There are lots of elements, all of which through plenty of eye-tracking studies for print will tell you what readers look at first. Online is different. And um, for SEO, there are similar eye-track studies, but just in terms of what headlines will people uh, click on on a new site, If they think there's a hint of something salacious in that story, those stories always performed better on the site. So we'd sex it up, frankly. Um, And traditional things, the list, the the 25 things, the 30 things, those did well. But they did best. One difference uh, that I've noticed is that they tend to do best in in photo gallery form, not in long article form. Uh, It's much easier to click. Well, let me ask you guys this. Um, in your opinion, do you think that we could get away with having just some real crap content that's keyword focused if we just have a good enough headline so that, you know, they see it and they'll spread it around and that, you know, they, they say that they're going to read it, but, you know, really all they do is read the headline? Well, uh, I think so, depending on what is, what your goal is and what type of site it, site it is. So I think in a, a lot of cases, at least for people who use our software, they're more agencies. It's legitimate companies. And by legitimate, I mean as in you know brands and 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 they're trying to sell a service or something like that. There's certainly plenty of people uh, on our system that do, do you know they do everything. Um, but in in that case, it's not, not the greatest idea in my opinion. However, 
I have in the past run certain sites and certain blogs that uh, if you are really focused on AdSense, then and, and driving traffic particularly organically to your site and then trying to get somebody to click on it, uh, to some extent, as, as evil as this sounds maybe to some people, you know, to some extent, who cares about what the content is? If the content is written in such a way uh, and has certain keywords in such a way that uh, when they come in, they'll actually convert. And by convert, I mean click on my AdSense ad. That's all I'm really going for. Uh, it's not even really quality. And so, and, and I think it's harder to do that today. I'm talking several years ago. In fact, I'm talking five or six years ago was the last time I was really kind of doing that and was very successful at it. That was before I kind of went to Sightning and went to Raven. And I had a site that had a 25% click-through rate on AdSense. And in and, and that particular case, I still cared about content. I mean, the content was pretty decent, but I, I had a lot of content I just kind of threw on there. I had it written really quickly. It wasn't the greatest quality, which of course we're going to get into in a little bit on the show of even where to get that. And I would put that content out there, but I had that big old block where it looked like the links on my site, and and so and it was kind of above the fold. So, you know, I was probably one of the first people back then, which you see a lot of now, where you we all call it spam and it's junky, and you're like you come in from from Google and you you hit that article and and you see that all these different essence ads that type of thing. Well. Back in the day, that was actually really effective, and it was really effective with that type of content. I think it's harder to do that now. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not into that type of thing anymore. You know, I'm I'm more interested in affiliate stuff, but I don't know. So. Okay, I, I do have a question for you, Arian. Um, in your, was it, is it easier if I approach my my copywriter, whoever's creating this content for me, with the keywords first before they write the article? If I if I do want them to write it you know, SEO focused content. So I want to make sure that they're including those keywords in there, or is it better if I give it to them afterwards and they can try and find a way to work it in there? I think that you can suggest keywords to them, but I, but I also think that truly great content is about an idea. Now the idea can be encapsulated in that keyword, uh, that keyword that you want people to, to come to your site or to convert. But um, if you say, here's where we're trying to go with this, so include these words if you can where they make sense, but let's talk bigger picture. What's the idea that's important? So, so, so this is where I think you get a divide. And as a part of me, that is, has a division of what you just said as far as how I would uh, approach it. And so absolutely, it goes back to that whole brand thing. There, you're, you're either representing a strong brand online, um, and a brand can be just a popular blog or it can be a big company or whatever it might be. And then you have the other side, which is what I was describing before that I did you know, five or six years ago, which is I'm just trying to drive as much traffic as I can organically without paying a cent uh, through search engines uh, so that people will, will hit my pages and I, I will either get money from impressions and traffic uh, or somebody clicking through. And so... Everything you just said, I absolutely want for Raven. I mean, I mean it's like I, I, I want that quality. I want the content. You know, it's, my objective is not to we must write about this keyword or, you know, or else or whatever. Um, but if I'm running 
blogs and I'm trying to push affiliate content and ads, I could really absolutely care less. And and the idea of having a great idea is not important to me. And um, and again, once we get to some of the tools that are out there for even like getting this content, uh, the 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 way they focus on that content is probably more towards the way I was just saying I would approach it, you know, instead of for Raven, you know, how I would approach it for uh, my site. Um, and that's going to be that everything is very keyword centric and I'm, I'm going to want to go to any writer that's going to write for me for those type of sites and be like, these are the three keyword phrases I'm going for. Um, I hope you make it sound intelligent. <laughs> I hope it's a, a decent, you know, article. And then of course you get into the whole other realm of, um, article spinning, you know, if that's something that you do. So, all right. Well then I think that's a, I think what we should talk about next is really just how we come up with those ideas that Arian had and, and what we're seeing still works best. I remember when I first got into the industry back in 2006, there were, there were two articles that got passed around the most and it was, one was from Stunt Double and the other one I think was Tropical SEO. Um, and, and really what, what they were talking about were hooks. So what really is going to lure everyone in? And, um, and actually, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break first and then we can come back and we'll, we'll talk about those different ways to loop people in. So we're going to take a break right here and uh, hear a couple words from our sponsors and then we'll be back to talk more about content. Time to regroup and reload. More weapons of mass marketing after this. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like The Joel Com Show, The WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is admedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. CEO Coach, Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back 
Tuna Weapons of Mass Marketing. Presented by Raventools.com. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to Weapons of Mass Marketing on WebmasterRadio.fm. My name is Taylor Pratt. I work at Raven Tools. Uh, my co-host is John Henshaw from Raven Tools. And our special guest today is Arian Holland from Raven Tools. So we have a Raven full panel here today. Um, what we were talking about before the break was really trying to figure out, all right, what are those um, topics? What are those titles that really help lure people into the content? And then it's going to help them taking it one step further than just optimizing the content. We're trying to get links back to us with those keywords that we're trying to help them consider when it, when it comes to creating the anchor text around that. Well, and I think that we can all agree that keywords are essential and they're important and you need to do your keyword research, um, which is a whole other topic um, of how you choose that and what your target keywords are and, and what's relevant to you. Uh, but at the end of it all, we, we can all say that, you know, whether it be that, you know, Arian is going to approach you from that quality area or uh, I might approach it more from, I don't care, <laughs> you know, but, you know, these are the keywords I'm going after. Um, that keywords are going to play a, a pretty important part. So um, with that sort of assumption in mind and kind of getting to, you know, what you're bringing up, which is, so how do you approach that? How do you create that content? Um, one, of the, one of the reasons why we wanted to have uh, Arian here with us was because she introduced some sort of interesting approaches or, or methodologies that, Maybe what everybody does out there in, in her same position, but is kind of new to us, and that is um, the the idea of uh, I guess it's looking at holidays and events and this idea of an editorial calendar and just kind of like prepping for what it is you're going you're going to be writing about in general. That's called planning. Uh, well, no wonder I know nothing about that. <laughs> it's called planning, and it's one of the most difficult things that anyone who's creating content, whether you're writing it, whether you're editing it, um, whether um, it's it's content for in-house or content for, you know, um, press releases even, you have to plan for that. And um, it's easier said than done. Uh, I think myself, I can plan about a month at a time and really keep a handle on it. But I used to have a, an editorial calendar that was three, four months in, in advance. So you kind of think on um, several levels, I would encourage you. First of all, the year as a whole. At what time of the year, what months of the year are, are people going to be slowing down for your topic? At what time are they going to be ramping up for your topic? I mean, if you're, if you're talking about content for snowblowers and you know that those start going on sale in August in whatever state that you live in, then you need to be prepared to have content ready to go around that time. Um, if you're uh, talking about industry conferences or you're a blogger and, and that's important to you or you want commentary on what's coming up, then you need to know when those are happening and sketch in not just coverage in advance or coverage during, but how do you intend to follow up? Um, end of the year lists, uh, those don't happen because, okay, well, a lot of them happen because nobody's at work and there's nothing else to do and you're just combing the archives. But um, what happened this year? How did it affect this industry? And what do we expect next year? Those are posts. If it's for a blog, that's content that you can plan for. So one of the things that you introduced, and, and we're talking uh, tool-wise, was the editorial calendar plugin for WordPress. Can you tell us sort of what that is and how you're using that? Uh, it, it, 
the plugin, I believe, is just called Editorial Calendar. Um, I will share specifics. Those are very good keywords. <laughs> keywords that you're naming. <laughs> and um, the way it works in WordPress is uh, it's a plugin. It lives underneath your posts uh, menu, and you can go in, and not only does it populate in calendar format all of the posts up until up until you install the plugin which is really nice for going back and reviewing it you also can then um, start adding things forward so the way I use that calendar I'll schedule you know I know that certain days we want certain things to be published I'll come back around to that draft later and finish it but I know that this is what scheduled to go on that day well and I I really like that. I don't know, Taylor, how much you've used it yourself, but uh, it's kind of interesting because it's it's been retraining me in how I use WordPress and I manage sort of existing upcoming content. And so what I, what I do now is instead of going to the posts section, I've started to go to the calendar section, you know, thanks to Arian. And, and now I see everything that's going on and what's coming up and even the things that I'm, you know, I need to do and, and write myself. So it's, it's, it's a very, very, very cool plugin. And what, what happens with a lot of bugs, they push it live. They don't really have a plan when it comes to promoting it. So they're just relying on, all right, did I remember to do all these things? And I know Arian's come up with processes for us to make sure that we are hitting every, every single type of thing. I wish I could remember the exact name for it, but I think it's like Marty Martin is the one who wrote it. And, and it, it's something like guest author byline again a, a perfect title written by an seo person <laughs> you know like I mean, exactly what it is um and so what's nice about that is it's a really really simple but incredibly useful plugin uh which is okay actually it was brought up yeah it's custom author byline and it is by marty martin and all it does is it adds an additional field that will overwrite the author name when it's published on your site so uh, if we if we have somebody, I guess the the problem you're you're talking about that this solves is sometimes you don't want to make user accounts or writer accounts for people who are guest blogging, particularly when it's a one-off article. I mean, they're never going to write something again on your system. You don't, you know, there's security, you know, issues involved, and uh, and and for us, like our entire marketing site is on WordPress. We have the whole thing on WordPress, and so we want to. Very much, we want to limit access to it, regardless of how how good WordPress's security might be. We want to limit access, and so uh, what we'll do. Our process is usually uh, the guest blogger will send the content to Arian, and she'll be the one that edits it and puts it into WordPress, and then she'll use Marty's plugin to actually write in that person's name, and, and it'll take care of that. So it's a real simple, real nice little plugin. Well, I guess the question everybody has is how do we find these guest bloggers? And I know that um, Ann Smarty had created a tool to help people try and do it. It was, uh, um, was it myguestblog.com? Well, not just a tool, but a, a community. Right, right. And the idea behind that community was, which was a great idea, was that you have people who want a guest blog, and then you have sites that need those guest bloggers. So she's trying to bridge that between them and help connect them. And by the way, um, we should mention that the custom author byline, if you want to get that plugin, which we recommend you do, you just go to seoserpent.com, serpent like the snake, and you'll be able to download it from Marty. Um, but but going back to the guest blogger um, thing, you know, how do we start recruiting these guys, and how do we make sure that we're going to get the types of quality? Uh, well, I can speak to that, Taylor. I think about 
about it. First of all, I have an account on my guest blogger. And um, so using the tools that are out there are important. Um, I'm new to this industry. So networking through um, people who know people who know people who know people uh, is a technique that has worked. Um, one idea that I got simply from, I, it's either pro blogger or copy blogger. But they have a page that lives permanently on their site, and it's guidelines for guest posting or guest post submissions to their site. And I thought, you know, why not write a post asking people if they want to blog? Uh, we got great response from that. Um, and I heard from several um, people who were brand new to blogging at Raven who were um, really interested in that. Um, that was another way of finding them. But I think that in the end, you need basically a, a Rolodex, you know, and you can call them guest posters. In my last world, we called them freelancers. Um, and each person has a different skill set. Um, and that skill set refers to not just the knowledge they have, but also the skill level that they write at. Some write on certain kinds of topics better than others. So um, in your Rolodex, if you can tag you know, this person writes about this topic really well. Uh, Taylor actually has a has a great, his Rolodex, like almost all of them, are Excel spreadsheets. And his Excel spreadsheet has, has all of that information listed. He's so high tech. Um, <laughs> so it's one thing to contact somebody who we've referred, uh, meaning like a friend is referral. So, so maybe... Um, Taylor or I say, you know, I think so-and-so would might be interested and they're really good at the, in this particular area of internet marketing, uh, definitely contact them. And I, I would assume that when you contact them, they'd say, hey, got your name from Taylor and blah, blah, blah. Maybe even, you know, copy Taylor on that message just so it's all very upfront. What about, uh, you know, th that, that kind of you run out of references and, you know, at a certain point. And it's one thing to be like a person knows a person knows a person, but how do you go about approaching people cold? Well, first of all, it's in, even if you're approaching them cold, you're still developing a relationship. Um, so it helps if you're a reader of theirs, if they're an existing writer somewhere. And the other thing about approaching someone cold is that, um, or when people approach you cold, because that happens as well, ask for writing samples um, before you agree to anything. All right. Uh, I hate to cut this session short to just yet, but uh, we'll talk about that next show. Uh, this has been a discussion just on a topic that really has been kind of glazed over recently in the industry. Um, but, you know, uh, just so you you guys know weapons of mass marketing it airs tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern 10 a.m pacific you can download the archives of our past shows by going to webmasterradio.fm or find them on itunes and uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed this discussion and we'll be talking to you next time